Hello, everybody. I am Sam. I'm here with Darian. Hello. You're listening to a round of games featuring Sam and Darian. That is us. Yep. That is me. That is him. Yes. Um, we are coming to the end of January very rapidly here. Super um, quick. First month of 2019 almost over. I'm uh, I'm happy, actually. I'm quite glad. Yeah. Because uh, the end of the month is what we were waiting for, really. A um, couple of high-profile releases. And um, I feel like uh, it's sort of come and gone or, or come up pretty quickly. Yeah, it's, it hasn't dragged or anything. It's just gone super quick. Yeah. Just kind of. I think it's also helped with like sort of getting stuff um, from last year, like finishing up a lot of things there. Um, I'll get to it like game of the year type thingies and um like that's helped out a lot we've had a couple of weekends so far and they've gone by pretty quick as usual and um yeah man so like 2018 how how was it other than super quickly how did it go for you in terms of uh games and stuff that you'd actually played 2018 was all right uh still nowhere near as much as i'd like to but then i look back at like a list i made of like what stuff i'd played and you know what? I actually finished quite a lot. And, like, I looked at some of the, like, lists and, like, Final Fantasy fifteen was a big one. That was, like, 50-odd okay. hours I put into that in yeah. 2018. Um, like, Mario Odyssey, right at the beginning of uh, 2018, I, like, picked up that and played it and, like, 100% did that. So don't know how many hours I dumped into that, but I think it was, like, 40-odd. Oh, there wasn't a time, was there? No. I you could use yeah. the Switch thing. Yeah. The playtime, but it's not accurate. Like. I think it was around that time. That was long. Um, yeah, I played a bunch of stuff. Platinumed more. This year, I've platinumed more games than I've ever platinumed. I think I got like six. This year? Sorry. Last year, it's going to give me like two, three months and then I'll, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, last year, I think I got the most plats because I think I'm only sitting on like 11, 12 at the minute. And, like, last year I got, like, six. So Oh, wow. So yeah. half of the ones that you got in total yeah. last year. So that was pretty neat. That was, like, um, what, 13? Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Uh, three Spyros. Oh, yeah. Um, Donut County. Right, yeah. And probably another one that I can't remember. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be able to remember. Yeah, um, and the coolest thing, I guess, gaming-wise, I did last year was... Um, well, the two coolest things. One was Sonic Team started, so we finished a bunch of those games together, and that feels kind of nice. Mm, um, yeah. So that was, that's super fun. But probably the biggest gaming highlight for me last year, in terms of, like, backlog or something I played, was probably MGS4. Like, That's right, we did that around E3 time. Yeah, like I did MGS3 as well. Um, the second half. Did you? The second half of it, yeah. The second quarter. It was literally the, half. The fourth That quarter. game had so much left. <laughs> no, there wasn't that much. There was so much. I basically gave it to you. You watched the last cutscene and it was ended. <laughs> I don't get why you always exaggerate that part. <laughs> but... Yeah, MGS3 was, like, really cool, but, like, play in MGS4 around E3 time, well, at E3 time, in its entirety, was super cool. Uh, experiencing that was surreal, especially because I had no spoilers going in, ever. 
I didn't even know what the game looked like. I, yeah, considering you played it 10 years after it had come out. Yeah, like... Like, almost to the day, actually. Yeah? Or did No, you started it on the day it came out, wasn't it? The 12th, and that was around E3 time. I, I think... I think we tried to do it in one sitting, but we couldn't, and then we had to finish it the, the day after. Yeah, it was like the day after. day or two after. But yeah, um, so yeah, 10 years after the fact, and you hadn't been spoiled on anything I, from it? I somehow didn't know what anything looked like. I didn't even know the interface, what that looked like. I barely knew what Snake looked like. I just knew he was old, because I, I had seen like maybe like a screenshot of him in somewhere. That makes sense, yeah. But it didn't click with me fully so that's kind of cool yeah I was completely in the dark about that game luckily so I got to experience that properly didn't know about half the crazy shit that happens the lore mm. dump was insane and I have found myself quite a few times especially towards the end of 2018 just thinking like huh a lot happened in MGS4 <laughs> didn't it that was a good game <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to it because we'll end up playing and recording that again yeah for uh, sure. at some point well it's not going to be soon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's cool. We got we got we got three to go through first. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm looking looking forward to that. Any other like sort of gaps in your gaming history that you tied up? Uh, I mean, I played Tomb Raider 2013 again, and that felt kind of cool. Oh yeah. Like I had done that before, but this time I hundred percent did it, mm. and that felt kind of nice to do. Um, and then, oh, getting the plat. That's the other one. Burnout Paradise. That was the sixth plat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, see, that game came out in, like, March or something. May last year. So one of those. Yeah. And, like, that's a long time ago. Yeah, now. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was a good remaster. Yeah, it really, really, really was. Mm. Yeah, I think that was about it for me. Um, my, obviously personally biggest gaming highlight was hitting plat in league that is like damn that that's a super crazy good achievement like i looked at it the other day actually i'm now in the top eight percent of people that's kind of good yeah yeah top eight percent of all players of all players yeah. how many players are there millions <laughs> literally millions yeah but if there was eight million players yeah. You're still within the top. How many other people are there? How many would that be? 80,000? 80, 80, yeah. That's a lot of people. No, it'd be 800,000. That's even more. Yeah. Fuck off, I'm good at the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, what about you? I don't know. All of the Platinums that I got last year, I think, were from bigger, um, like, longer games. Yeah, yeah, so, Well, Donut County aside. Yeah. Um, like the... Was <laughs> <laughs> that very more? TV remote, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, the Platinums I got were, like, Nino Kuni 2, Spider-Man, okay, Tomb Raider, yeah. um... It's like a lot of like bigger, longer games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, Spider-Man is basically just do everything. There's nothing like special you have to do outside of that. Um, but like the fact that I, well, I didn't have as much time as I would have done 
years ago yeah uh, to play this stuff and like credit to Nino Kuni for like making me want to stay and continue and do all that other stuff um yes some of those are it's, it's not hard it's just like kind of long and grindy um not in the same way that like the first game was which is like you had to kind of grind to in order to finish the actual game the, the right, last boss yeah. was super hard uh but this is like it's just grinding out the optional dungeons and stuff to get through those to get that trophy um but i really enjoyed my time with it and um we'll get to that in my game of the year discussion a little later on but i think um yeah i enjoyed like a lot of the stuff that came out last year um there were some really big games that i missed which i am kind of bummed out about uh ones that i didn't allow myself to have on any of my give me the year stuff because i hadn't played it um, that includes like Assassin's Creed Odyssey or yeah. Dragon Quest XI or, uh, or any of the Spyro remastered games. Um, it's like uh, Spyro, I could probably have done like at least one of those before finalizing the list, but I wanted to get it done by today. Um, but like, there's no way I'd be able to finish Assassins or Dragon no, Age, God, uh, no. Dragon Quest. Like those are like hundred plus, maybe two hundred plus hour games, <laughs> and. Um, I didn't want to put in, say, like, five or even ten hours of the game and say, like, oh, I, I played enough of it and, yeah. so I can put it on in hours. Like, no, that's not that's not really... Like, I would have put in the time for an opinion on it, but it's not going to be... I'm not going to cut it for, like, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, so I, I left those, and they will be played um, at some point. I've got Odyssey, and I've got Dragon Quest. Um, it's just kind of where priorities lie at the moment and considering what upcoming stuff is you know on the horizon I'm, I'm not going to worry about those too much yeah. just yet um, actually Assassin's Creed is a bit weird because that's the latest one and I've been playing through the replaying through the series um, when did we play Assassin's Creed 1? Uh, we finished that over E3 time was it last year? oh shit I finished um, Inside as well oh yeah I did that in one sitting I didn't add that to my list Ah, oh, and Titanfall, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Chicago oh, does. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, we finished Assassin's Creed then, the yeah. first game. Um, but I think we started it the year before. Uh, yeah, or was yeah. it earlier it, that year? It was the end of the year before. Okay, uh, so yeah, like basically throughout all of last year, I um, I played through Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, Revelations. And uh, most of Black Flag, but then when it glitched out, I got frustrated and went straight onto the uh, Rogue Remaster. Yeah. Um. So like that's the current game I'm the Assassin's game I'm on, and I got the additional Odyssey that comes with the season pass. So I'm just waiting for that remaster of three to come out, so I'll move on to that afterwards, uh, and then continue on with the games in the series. But it's going to be a little while before I actually get to Odyssey, and I'm kind of okay with that. I'm hoping that it takes a year off this year as well. Um, I'd be super down if they put out a new Watch Dogs game um, but I don't know, we're not ready to talk about predictions yeah, and stuff yeah. this year yet uh, but yeah so I played a bunch of Assassin stuff last year and that, that was cool um, let's see what else I think I replayed the uh, majority of the Batman games again we did 
Asylum last year, wasn't it? No, year no, it might have been the year before. Okay, yeah. so we haven't done City yet, but I did. I played that remaster of City, and I played a, a chunk of Night as well. That's a very good game. Hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, like a, a lot of my when we talk about my game of the year list, that'll be most of my stuff from last yeah. year, I think. At least the ones that uh, hit me the most. Um. But yeah, there's still a few that are unfinished or ones that I want to continue clean up with. I um finished. I can't remember the reason I'm hesitating is I can't remember if I mentioned this last podcast or not. I think I did actually. I think I mentioned finishing World of Light. I think you did. Yeah. I think yeah yeah I did I I mentioned sorry I apologize I definitely mentioned our last podcast but yeah like this year now like I've finished that and I've been streaming a bunch and I've been playing through a lot of Dark Souls oh yeah and that game so going into it like I had played it before but like only like an hour or something on the PC PC's a toaster like it, it just weren't the best way to play it so I stopped now I've like started again like years later and playing it properly um going into it i know that game has like a massive fan base massive cult following you know people love fucking dark souls um i i knew it was hard but i didn't quite get it like why everyone loved it so much and then about i think it was seven or eight i was into it yeah i get it I, I get it. It's like, yeah, it's crazy hard. I'm actually up to 104 deaths now. It's It's been rough. There have been a lot of tough moments. But I get it. The game is good. The series is probably incredible. I might be in a little deeper than I thought I'd even get in. I'm, like, as we speak, I am actually itching to play more of it. It's, it's stupid. It's like, it's so hard and the combat is so like difficult that when you actually achieve something it is just it feels so satisfying and it feels like out of the 104 deaths maybe like 20 of them have been cheap kind of oh well fuck i know not to do that you know it's like trial and error stuff but the other 80 have just been flat out like get good son get get good you you shouldn't have like done that or you shouldn't have rolled or you know, you need to pay more attention than that. I, it just feels good. The game is great. I can't wait to play more. And I can't wait to move on to, like, feature titles like Dark Souls 2, 3, even Bloodborne. You know, like, man, I'm excited to play the, them all. It's it's great. And, like, streaming it has made it really fun as well, especially talking to, like, some of the guys who have, like, you know they love Dark Souls themselves, yeah. So they're like talking to me about it, and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's it's a lot of fun. It really is. I can see it being Marmite though, because yeah. I've actually talked to a few other streamers as well who's like, because after my stream, I like raid another streamer from the uh, Croft Nation yeah, yeah. community, and then like they'll be like, oh, how'd your stream uh, stream go? And I'll be like, yeah, I played Dark Souls, and like I've had it two or three times now I've been like yeah I've tried Dark Souls like I couldn't get into it and I get that mindset mm-hmm. I get it it's it's a Marmite game it's like you play it and you either get into it and like 
adapt to the controls and like the slow and like the very punishing combat or it's one of the things where you you just decide I don't want to spend time like you know getting good at it or like this isn't my type of thing yeah and that's kind of cool and I think that's what because I talked to you about it and I think that's where like, that's you, basically what I said yeah where yeah. you lay so but I think yeah. Sean bought it again on Switch he bought it again yeah I was talking to him the other day he yeah. was just like after he uh, popped in my stream on Friday yeah like Friday night and then Saturday morning he messaged me after watching you I'm buying it on Switch and I was just like wait but this, the trilogy's out and he's just like not until March and I was like oh and he was just like so fuck it buy it on Switch now and then I'll buy the trilogy in March that makes sense and then yesterday I played like one game of League with him and then he was like right, I'm gonna go play Dark Souls I don't think I saw him again until like 11pm so I think he's spammed a lot of it he loves nice. Dark Souls though. yeah be interesting to see how it holds up on Switch as well he played yeah, a lot of that game on PC so yes. it'd be cool to see how uh how it holds up against it, or like what his memories of the PC version are. Yeah, I want to know when he plays it portable as well, like how it is. Yeah. I'm interested. Hmm. I'll have to ask him next time he's down. That's cool. He can use that amiibo on it as well, but oh, yeah, it might be good if he keeps it in the box. Yeah. I don't know if he can actually buy it anymore. But Have you hmm. seen the collector's edition for Dark Souls Trilogy? Yeah. Oh, so He nice. should probably buy that. It's only like 400 quid. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, I, I was going to say, Sean, you love Dark Souls so much, just get it, you know, get it. And then I saw the price tag and I was just like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Like, how much did we pay for the 15 one? That was only like 180, wasn't it? Oh, uh, well, the Final Fantasy 15? Yeah. Collectors was 100 and, yeah, it's 180, 190. That's actually really good value. I was thinking that the other that. day, actually, because I was thinking like, that's like half the price of a console, like the limited console yeah, that yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And um, that kind of sucks. I think when you like put into perspective of that, like the Dark Souls collector's edition, you could get a brand new console. Yeah, like a limited edition console that has makes it look all pretty and yeah. it comes with a copy of the game and stuff. But I, do, I don't really know what comes with this collector's edition. Uh, it's like a little statue or something. A decent, a, quite a beefy statue it looks like. Okay. Um, the complete OST across three games. That's cool. Um, probably some book art book. They 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 are selling an art book separately. Um, I'm not sure what version of it is or how much, but they are re putting out a um, a Dark Souls okay. art book. I don't know if it's a trilogy or whatever either, but um, you'd think so. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't seem worth the price tag that it is but uh, like no collector's editions really do I think most the, of the 15 time. one was we got a lot we got the game the film the anime the soundtrack that figure it wasn't massive it wasn't the whole book. soundtrack was it it was a selective one wasn't yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah I think that was a blu-ray yeah one? but still like getting the game was there an art book the film I think it was a super thin art book, though. No, it was thick, dude. Hmm. The, th- the art book's really thick. Okay. Yeah, it, and the figure's, like, super expensive because play arts, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they are usually expensive. Yeah. So, I don't like the look of them, but whatever. Yeah, so I, I'm like, that was actually really good value, whereas 
for what you get with the Dark Souls one. I don't think it is. Hmm. But then also, like, there... It does come with three games. Yeah, but the, like, base is, like, 50 quid for the three games. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. So... um, Buy all of them pre-owned, it's like a tenner each. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Um, The other thing I was going to say is, at least, and again, it's not charging you $100. don't know why I said dollars. Um, Turn in American. Um, and it's not charging you like 100 150 pound for a collector's edition and then you don't get the game oh yeah it's not published by EA that's the stupidest thing didn't Resi do that though Resi 7 um, yeah you... it was a house one wasn't it you, yeah the awesome the model of the house. house and you're just like this is cool and just like game sold separately and you're like well what was yeah this? I don't I'm, I don't think the collector's edition of Resi 2 uh, does that I think it, I'm no, pretty sure yeah, it comes yeah. with the game oh my god the Resi 2 one typewriter which is an actual keyboard for like a USB keyboard yeah it's a huh. keyboard but it's in the style of typewriter that'd be a nightmare to use yeah but oh, it looks cool <laughs> and, then, and then also um, a really nice like box of like four keys that you get in the game oh cool it, it's really cool and an ink ribbon yeah, yeah, it's it's cool collectors, just expensive. How much is it? I think it, when I saw it, it was two hundred. I think. Hmm. Okay. Maybe one eighty. I will check. But yeah, collectors editions uh sucks. They're hitting me. They're cool. Yeah. Like I think the um I bought that Xenoblade Chronicles two one. Mm. That comes with the game, the steel book. Um, a gigantic art book, a soundtrack selection CD. Um, I can't remember if it has the uh, season pass or not with it. I think I may have bought that separately. Um, but like that was like eighty quid, which That's, is cool. Yeah, but yeah, I remember you showed me that. That still to yeah. me is like a good. Um, and the art book is floppy, but it's one of the best ones. It's like really big. Uh, I mean. I'd, a good look through it yet either I haven't finished the game which uh, is another one from uh, it's weird to think that that came out like December 2017 as well something oh my else God, I need to 2017 game on. yeah you could technically say it came out two years ago yeah but then like I mean Bloodborne came out in 2015 along with Xenoblade Chronicles oh X oh my god okay yeah alright so not the typewriter one but you know the one I'm going to show you quickly on my phone. You know that one that comes with the Leon figure? Okay, that's and like got keys. The box of keys and like a poster and stuff? Yeah. That one is 230 Okay. How I mean, it's a typewriter one then. I mean, this game, but I'll, I'll have to double check. But like 230 for that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's $900. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not kidding. Five thirty pound. Five hundred and thirty quid. Yeah. That doesn't seem like nine hundred dollars. No, it doesn't, does it? <clears throat> What's nine hundred dollars in pounds? The answer is six hundred and ninety-nine pounds and ten pence. Oh not close six nine nine seven hundred quid. Yeah. That's weird. It looks really cool. Actually. Oh, okay. So it does look like a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like super mechanical, though. Yeah, it looks cool as shit. I'd love it. It's just not for that 700 price. Quid, though. Like, why would you ever pay that? That is so much. It's insane. Yeah, you could buy a car for that. 
I will admit though I'm like a shitty card <laughs> <laughs> what I will say though is I do like it when limited edition like offer things that are actually practical as well like you know like the Devin McCry one that's coming out with a jacket Oh yeah, like, do, that's uh, even more expensive. That's like fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. D- don't get me wrong. Like the price is always extortionate, but I, the idea of it is cool. It's cool okay. having yeah. something that you could actually use or like has a, a, a use other than just sitting in the corner as well. Yeah. As well, you know. I can't think of many that actually do that. To be fair, but I mean, there aren't any that I. I haven't bought a collector's edition and used the stuff that's in it. Yeah. Like yeah, I got yeah. the Nino Kuni music box sitting over there. Which I've listened to a couple of times when it come out. <clears throat> I do have the big box sitting there as well. Yeah. Um, like the yeah, the Xenoblade Chronicles one is just a book, so that's sitting down there, which will go on a bookshelf when I get one. Um, it's kind of it. Yeah. Like I never took the fifteen figure out of the box. Uh, like the Metal Gear one, I've got up there. He's holding a little snake, the little arm. But yeah, it's it's weird. It's like. I don't know. Most of the time, they don't feel like they're worth it. Yeah. So in Night Vision goggles or an RC car bun- bu- buggy from uh, Call of Duty. I don't know though, because then you do have the people who actually have like really nice displays in their house. There is that, yeah. And they've got really nice like glass kind of displays, and you see all the like collectors figures that they get or like edition, and then you then you're like, actually, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's tr- that makes sense. I think if you got somewhere to display them, it's worth. But if you don't, it's not because then they just sit in the box. Yeah, that's the problem with me. Like I, I actually like really like the Noctis figure. I, I like how the Play Arts ones look, but it's good. It's just sitting in this box until I get somewhere to display it properly. Yeah, I got the Zelda, uh, the um, the Ma- Master Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Statue that's out in the hallway. That that looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but like uh, it's not something that stands out you know I guess it's not really in a prominent place out yeah. there but um, neat glass shelves and stuff hmm. yeah yeah. display stuff any, any more display things I've got this this uh, bookshelf in here but I need more uh, like a bigger bigger place to put stuff I've got so many books but they're just stuffed in a cupboard yeah yeah that as which well which I hate or like in a stack over on the floor over there yeah. um, and it's all ones that I like would like to have on a shelf so I can like pick them off and look through them and read them and stuff but I just haven't it's bothered just get, to yet yeah it's just getting the space and like the just the way of managing it it's yeah it's rough hmm. it'll figure out though and then everything will be nice and neat and like yeah it'd be cool hmm speaking of neat I played some uh, I played a couple of VR things yeah over the past couple of weeks um I finished up Astrobot um and the ending of that game is cool okay uh the final boss is so you you know when you're playing it you've got like a weird like VR version of the uh, PS4 controller in your hands yeah. in front of you at all times um, like the final boss is a uh, is like this alien guy that, that stole the VR headset off of the ship 
okay. as you're like get, collecting pieces and repairing it and uh, in order to get that headset you have to beat him and he whaps out a gigantic PS4 controller and then like uses the abilities that you use throughout all the other levels against you Okay. Like the uh, little ninja stars or yeah. the um, like uh, the water spraying thing and stuff. And uh, when you hit him a certain amount of times, the controller like sort of flies off, and you put your controller into the controller, and then you your it's like you move your hands around, and it's like a gigantic one that moves mim- oh, okay. mimics your actions, and uh, it's kind of super weird seeing a gigantic PS4 controller, uh, but. Yeah, finishing that was fun. There's still some things I need to, to do. Um, Save the all the robots. Clean up wise, yeah. Yep. Um, I've heard people didn't like the challenges and stuff that were in it, but I haven't had a chance to look through them yet. Uh, I think they're like timed wise or um, like timing challenges on bosses I'm yeah. not a big fan of. Actually, yeah, kind of any challenges in any games I'm not a big fan of, but we'll see how this goes because uh, it'd be fun to get a platinum on that yeah um, I played a little bit more Moss but I haven't finished it and I would like to um, I know it's short but just haven't really had a, a chance to sit down with it yet and, and finish that up um, but I did do a demo for Ace Combat yeah. 7 uh, that came out last week and a demo went up on the Japanese store so I grabbed that and um man like just being in a cockpit and then flying up above the clouds doing like a little corkscrew and yeah like bombing down towards the sea and just being able to like look so it's like it's a very short demo i think you've only got five minutes in like actual gameplay wise you can like redo it over and over um it's not like resi Mm. but um you fly towards these objects and then they're just like enemies that you end up having a dogfight with and like seeing them fly past your head and then being able to actually look behind you at like the guy right yeah um and then sort of pulling up and to the side and to turn around and and stuff is it's really cool um there was only one time where i actually felt weird in vr with it but that's because i was like went up super high uh like shot down towards a guy shot him with a couple of missiles then like crashed into his wreckage so when you crash into it I was like ah oh I died yeah um, that was that was a little bit scary um, but then it's just like game over continue whatever yeah um, but man just like yeah just flying around seeing screenshots of later levels where you're like in a city and it's all raining and stuff would be kind of awesome um, having control over the plane can get a little bit it can take getting used to yeah I feel uh, it's not it's not as easy as like you would hope it would be. It's not like arcadey, I guess. Right. Um, okay. But there's a ton of buttons in that cockpit that you're not touching. Yeah. As well, so it's no simulator. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's one of the coolest VR experiences I've had, and um, I kind of want more of that as well. Like different things that you can do in VR that you can't do in in regular games. I want them to. Uh, Put out as many demos as possible for stuff because otherwise yeah, you're not yeah. going to be like you're not going to want you're not going to know if you want to buy a new ace combat if uh you know you haven't tried it out in vr yeah yeah exactly so vr uh demos i think help a whole lot 
Uh, they put up a new um, edition of that VR demo disc as well. There's a third one of those out. Yeah. The problem is, is that it contains most of the games that I've got, like Moss and uh, Astrobot and a few other ones that I've like already got. So I think that one has the Resi Seven Kitchen demo. That's right. Yeah. Is that the only place you can get it, or is that? I think so. Yeah. Or is that a download separate anyway? I think it might be a separate download as well. I don't know. Either way, fuck that. <laughs> Never touch yeah. that. Because you're in one place, aren't you? Yeah. For that, and you can't move, and then it's like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Yeah, that that one's super creepy. Hmm. Um. So I did that, and then uh, the singer who did the uh, music or the the main themes to the Kingdom Hearts games, um, she had a concert where she sung the theme tunes yeah. and stuff for it and um, they put out a VR experience which is uh, two songs from Kingdom Hearts the series um, and it's like her with the band on stage and you can sort of change camera angles and then uh, you just sit there and sort of like listen to this song Okay. and uh, it's got the, the simple and clean song well, it's in Japanese, it's the like yeah. Hikari version and um, and then it's got that song the ending theme for Kingdom Hearts 3 which uh, is the one that magically makes sound effects disappears in, in trailers okay um, and they're really cool like it's just it's weird you do the closest camera and then like on, on one of them she kind of steps down steps and she's standing right in front of you and she's a very small Japanese lady right yeah. but like she's given it her all and like you can tell her she really cares about these songs mm. and you're just kind of like watching her sing and seeing like the guitarists and stuff in the background but like the main focus is on her and um depending on what camera angle you've got it at she looks at you an awful lot and it can get a little strange but she's really passionate about those songs and um yeah yeah i don't know it's 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 cool i don't know why it was an 11 gig download jesus for, for these two songs in vr um you could tell that you could see some compression artifacts mm. on the videos as well like it wasn't super I mean that that headset's not a, a really high yeah. quality headset anyway but um, yeah I don't know but yeah that, that was cool um, I listened to those a couple of times with the uh, director's cut which means you can't control the camera right, angle yeah. um, and uh, it was cool seeing watching the credits because it had like a, a making of things so it showed you how they went about making a lot of those scenes it's just like a camera with or like a bunch of cameras with a ton of light bulbs around it and uh there was a, just so many cameras yeah. <laughs> to film all that shit uh yeah so that that was neat that was just something i, I did after the ace combat demo and it was a nice uh, reprieve from that i was gonna say that's two very different things <laughs> yeah yeah i played moss for about 10 minutes or so before jumping back on the computer to try and sort out some more game of the year things um but yeah that, that's kind of actually all i've done over the past couple, couple of weeks. weeks i haven't really managed to sit down with, well I, I did a few more levels on hitman 2 um like new ones i i did that one on columbia i think i think it was columbia uh once and then that elusive target hit so i did that um the video of that will be going up soon i think uh and then i left it up until a couple of days ago when I went through the uh, the two maps after that so I've only done those once um, 
but they're really cool like I really like the maps and that and the the last one I did uh, was on a suburb like area okay. it's like a nice little rural town in America and there's like this row of houses and there's like a half a dozen houses or so that you can go inside and they're all like fully modeled and shit and like some of them look uh, like one of them is completely empty because they're selling it so there's like no furniture or anything like that and then another one is like um, this sort of up class lady type house it's very pink wallpapers and there's like pictures hanging on every wall and like there's there was a room which has like this sort of like it's I'm surprised I didn't stumble across a room that had like a bunch of taxidermy cats or something in it you know like she was a bit she was weird um and I stuffed her in a cupboard I knocked her out okay um but yeah that was strange but it's just just nice to like I think that's my favourite level so far uh it does mean I've only got one level left and apparently that's really cool um but yeah uh, I'm enjoying that Hitman 2 is really cool it looks uh, really good. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether I prefer the levels from the first game or the second game, but the fact that they're all in the second game is a yeah. bonus. Uh, I'm worried that if when the third one comes out, or even the expansion to this one, because they, they did sell a season pass, so I assume they're making more, they're making new content for this. Um, yeah, when a third one comes out, and if you pull all the levels into that, like... It's going to end up taking a bunch of states on a hard drive. Yeah, true. Um, so I'm a little worried about that. Uh, but yeah, like there's... Especially I, I looked at my game of the year list and wanted to figure out what ones I could actually finish. And uh, Moss and Hitman 2 were those ones. Um, but I've played enough now to warrant, like, if I wanted to put them on a list right, or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, any anything else you want to... Um, go over with before yeah. we have a look at that I want to like touch on the actual Resi 2 demo because that is quite a big thing oh like, yeah I did play through that um, yeah I did that on stream um, so the way it works is like 30 minutes one shot demo you literally have 30 minutes and that's it as soon as 30 minutes gone you, you cannot play that demo again unless you know different accounts or whatever but, yeah um, mainly you, you, you can't um, and you get put in a mission I guess you could call it a mission it's like relatively right at the beginning of the game just as kind of Leon enters their um, RCPD and like man that game is good it looks good I think I think it looks great yeah um, it controls great the Resi 7 um, menu and interface inventory that's the word I'm trying to say is really nice um I'm glad Does it actually, work exactly the same way? Uh, just similar, but yeah. it, it works great. It looks great. Uh, you can upgrade it. I did in the demo, which is cool. Um, that game is tense and scary first time you play it. Um, lighting has been done really well. So, like, you start off and you're in um, just the main, main room, and then you go to the right, and then you kind of like crawl under a thing, and then lights out everywhere all you've got is your torch and like sound design and lighting design just make it so good because it's terrifying that was scary um did that like section and then 
someone basically died and it was gory as hell so they guts and stuff and yeah the the gore in this game at least the visuals of it is gross it's great cool. it's, they didn't they did a really good job mm. and then you kind of fit, get your first encounter with zombies um they made it proper survival horror it's not like resi 5 or resi 4 where you just like see a zombie or whatever they are just pop them and run like that that doesn't happen okay they 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 take a few bullets to go down you know they don't fuck around uh which is nice it actually is way more realistic and it's it feels a lot more tense like you want to preserve your ammo like i found myself actually looking for ammo and wanting it which I don't know that's what resi 7 did really well i think and this is definitely doing something very similar like a game in well a survival horror game where like you actually want armor is exciting to play it makes every encounter like exciting but yeah like when you kind of shoot the zombies in the head and they stumble how they react is really well done um yeah it's just really freaking good um and then I got to, like, another section, which was, like, the opposite side. Did, like, a few things, picked up a key, and then got back to the main hall, cutscene, finished the demo. And then I had, like, an, an extra trailer. Um, yeah. The one with the tofu and stuff, I know. What is the tof- tofu? Mm. I feel like I'm missing something. I, I don't know. But, yeah, so that, that's really fun. Um, I'm really excited to play it. Um, first impressions of that 30 minutes demo is just... It's great. It's everything we kind of wanted it to be, I think. And yeah, I, I can't wait for the full game to come out. And it's gonna be quite scary. But it control it controls like Resi four and Resi Six if you mesh them together. Okay. So it's like Resi Six in terms of it's not as like you know, you don't you can move when you aim, so you don't aim, stand still and then right. after that. So that's great. So it's Resi Six in terms of that, but then it's Resi four just in terms of like you know behind your shoulder tank control well not tank you, you know what I mean is that not what six was uh, I think six was a bit looser hmm. I think so what you're saying is it's like five yeah sure <laughs> but you can move whilst you aim yeah and the aiming <coughs> is a bit better harder but better yeah. it, it feels great it feels fun to play okay I didn't play the demo because I don't want to get too excited about it because the game comes out this Friday. Yeah. But I'm waiting a week yeah. before playing anything new, so... I wonder why. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no reason. Yeah. Yep. I've got that limited edition console pre-order for Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Um, it looks really good. It's a the PlayStation 4 Pro. And um, it really sucks because I, I, my console gets super loud when playing like God of War was a bit nuts Spider-Man was insane um and uh yeah like Nino Kuni almost destroyed it only when you're on the map though the yeah, world map yeah. which is crazy to think about um and this Kingdom Hearts console would be one of the new ones so it would be like quiet because they've been reported to be really good um and, and nowhere near as loud or if at all um from what mine is and uh, I really don't want to like take it out of the box but it seems like a bit of a waste you know thing is the my only worry is like 
what if you do take out the box and then after a few months of using it, it does start getting loud? Oh, that would be a bummer. Then, you, yeah, that would suck because then you'd like be like, oh, I may as well just cap it. So I, I can get that. Also, where my console is now, it's like the, the pattern on top doesn't really, wouldn't do anything. Like you wouldn't be able to see it on there. Yeah, true. I'd like it to be in a place where you'd be able to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But my main worry is if it arrives on Monday or before and it has a copy of the game inside it, like I'd have to open it in order to play it. Otherwise, I'd have to wait until midnight because Kieran's getting the digital version. Oh, okay. So either I play that on like day of release or if I get it early, like do I risk opening it up? Yeah. Oof. Mm. It would give us another PlayStation 4 controller, which we're lacking. That's true. So that'd be kind of cool. Is the controller got... Yeah, it's got a little couple of little bits on it, uh, which is cool. It's rough. It's cool, though. Mm. Yikes. Um, Tough decision. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts out next weekend. I'm yeah. pretty excited about that. Um, which means the podcast after that, we'll be able to talk about that game a whole bunch. Yep. Um, and uh, so that's going to be good. We'll have uh, Kieran on for that. Uh, see what Sean's up to. I'm not entirely sure if he's going to be playing it straight away. I have, I a, fe- I have a feeling he's probably going to want to. Yeah. So I think he's going to buy it and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that should be cool, yeah. Um, yeah. I saw Aquaman in the cinema. That's a really good film. I need to see it. It's very good. Like, it's the first DC film that I've seen in the cinema. Okay. And, like, the first DC film I've seen over the past, like, 10 years or so. Um, and we went into HMV afterwards, and I thought about getting all of those, uh, all of this extended universe films right. on uh, on 4K Blu-ray. Um, so I, I want to see Wonder Woman, at least, because that's... Uh, one that people have enjoyed. Man of Steel was really good. Yeah, Man of Steel was the first one in like the this series of films. Yeah. So I would get that, and then it's the Batman vs Superman and Justice League are the two that I'm sort of not super excited about, but I don't know. Pe- some people seem to enjoy them. I mean, they, I think they were for a watch. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Justice League to be fair to make an opinion on that, but like. Batman vs Superman, yeah, it was nowhere near as good as people wanted it to be, and I can't say it's an amazing film at all. But it's worth a watch. I would never say like, oh, just boycott it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know people will exaggerate and say it's the stupidest worst thing ever, but <laughs> whatever. Suicide Squad is also in this universe. Yes, it is. That's but... worth a watch. It's a bad film. Yeah. But it's worth a watch as well I'd say that's a shame it's it's just it's one of those films where like I don't I, I feel like not all films have to be amazing to like want to see it like films that are just okay are worth watching as well I think like mm. I don't know like I have a lot of gripes about Suicide Squad like Jared Letter shouldn't have even been in that film the Joker shouldn't have been in that film and it actually would have been better it actually mm. would have but I don't know it, it's it's fun it was fun yeah yeah uh, well we'll see how the sequel turns out I guess isn't it? oh god James Gunn though 
Also, there's another Harley Quinn one coming out this year, I think it is. Um, Just Harley Quinn, is it? No, it's... Uh, maybe you haven't seen the uh, title of it. Um, no. Uh, Wait, isn't that the um, Batwoman one? Oh, no, that's a series. Batwoman's coming to the CW, yeah. Yeah. She was in the um, crossover. Yeah. Uh, no, so I was looking up the uh, order of... Or the, um, the, just the extended universe films... And um, I came across the ones that were like upcoming, like Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, and then there is. Uh, so Shazam comes out in April. Okay. That looks really good, uh, and then it's Birds of Prey, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Okay. Is the full title of that film. Alright, well... Okay. Oh, okay, that comes out next February, 2020. And then Wonder Woman sequel, which is Wonder Woman 1984, um, is also 2020. So, uh, they said uh, yesterday, I think it was, um, they're taking it one film at a time now. They're slowing down and they're taking a look at like their output of films. Okay. Um, but... Uh, yeah, hopefully they'll be on the right track because they've had a real strange um, time with their films over the past decade or two. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I feel like they do good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Hmm. Except for they went on one thing where they went good, bad, bad, hmm. <laughs> good, bad, good. Yeah, Wonder Woman, then Justice League, then Aquaman. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. Shazam's really good, though. Yeah. Like, maybe, that comes out next. Maybe Justice League is all right. I haven't seen it, but maybe it is, like, fine. So James Wan uh, co-wrote and directed Aquaman, mm. and he was, like, he- heavily involved in a lot of the uh, uh, Fast and Furious films. Oh, okay. And there were shots in that film and, like, just whole sequences where you can see the Fast and Furious like come like show through and uh, it was awesome was it family (laughs) it was so good oh man Aquaman is all about that family all about family yeah he he did not do anything unless it helped him or his family Family. you know he cared (sighs) so much fucking Fast and Furious I mean to be fair it was a lot about family like him and his brother and like fish people dad and fish boy yeah God damn hey you're that fish boy from the TV it's fish man <laughs> it's a really good film yeah I enjoyed it I'd watch it again um, maybe not in the cinema yeah if you do watch any film in the cinema I don't know if Spider-Man is still in it though I think so So, like, that's, usually says that, that like should four. be a, a big screen film to watch uh, you should definitely see that in the cinema if you have the chance yeah I still need to see Venom, which is out, I think. Uh, it comes out on 4K Blu-ray on the first week of February. Okay, cool. <laughs> so a couple Soon. of weeks. Yeah, right, I'll watch that. Yeah. Excited to watch that. Mm. It's cool. I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No. Cool. Okay. Let's quickly go down my uh, Game of the Year stuff now, then. Um, so, the past... Ever since 20... When did Watch Dogs come out? 2014. 
ever since 2014 I've done a, a top 10 uh, actually 2015 was weird I did a top 20 because there were just so many damn yeah. games then uh, but I did a, a hey here's my favourite game of the years games of the year uh, and I posted that out on Twitter um, this year last year I guess for 2018 yeah. I decided I'll go the extra mile and do categories which uh, every outlet does um, man like I didn't realise how much effort it is to like put one's put games into them or yeah. people or whatever the hell the category is on um, cutting it down and ordering them and all that other stuff and um, doing it in, as an individual is fine but like I can't imagine having like a group of like seven eight like ten people uh, all trying to decide on these would be uh, kind of insane um, but yeah I, I so I've done a bunch of categories um, so I didn't want to just do like best platformer best whatever best new character well I do have new character but uh, I didn't want to do just boring ones yeah so I think the idea came about well, when I was playing Ninukuni 2 which um, I'll get to uh, so I got best mechanic um, I actually wish I had the full list on here I've only got the so I, I did three for these and then ten in the, the, my top ten um, yeah. so I got two nominations and a winner I guess um, so best mechanic Donut County just controlling a hole that's fair uh, God of War retrieving the axe with the triangle button yeah it's very satisfying yeah or it should be maybe most satisfying mechanic I guess yeah because controlling yeah. the hole is really I think nice best mechanic like you get it axe I retrieval think. yeah, yeah. Uh, but what one it was uh, Spider-Man swinging around the city yeah I mean they did a really good job of that and it like, felt really good seamless it yeah. looks yeah um, like I I don't have as much nostalgia for Spider-Man 2 as, as most people but like that's the Spider-Man game they always bring up yeah and like I've seen the game recently and maybe it doesn't hold up that well it does not but for a 2018 PS4 game Insomniac Spider-Man seems to nail that swing yeah. um pretty perfect uh, yeah uh, best box art uh, I looked through a bunch of images for this Yeah. for uh, most games that came out this year it was super weird for some digital stuff um, so like Donut County didn't have a box art but I was going by the icon on the uh, home screen yeah that's fair um, the three that I've got are were actual box arts um, Octopath Traveler yeah, I really like the art one. that's on it with the uh, all the characters yeah. there um, going off on a jolly journey. Uh, Zone Enders 2, the remake, um, yeah. because one, I can't remember if it's all versions or just one version, has like, it it's, goes out of its way to have a really cool box art, which I wouldn't expect from Konami. Yeah. In that, like, Jehuti is on there but like the silver background behind him is all shiny yeah. and like actually reflective and um, yeah it just doesn't seem like Konami would yeah. go through the effort to put that in but that's cool and uh, I'm also still kind of bummed out that I don't have a physical copy of that game yet though I think it is like nine quid so yeah. I, I need to get one you'd be fine um, and my favourite is uh, Tetris Effect yeah yeah I just yeah. like all the colours and shit that goes on on that yeah, box. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and just straight up 
it's a Tetris grid with uh, like a lot of the effects from the levels are surrounding the logo and everything. Yeah, and it looks really nice. Um, sorry, Smash Brothers. I know you really like that one. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of characters. But that's why it's so special, you know. It didn't feel special. All those characters. Smash is special. Okay. Most disappointing. I didn't include Fallout 76 because I haven't played it and I knew that game was going to be trash. Okay. So that is nowhere on this list. Uh, these are ones that mainly I thought like may have stood a chance Had or potential. I was excited about and yeah. I ended up Being, disappointed yeah. by them. Um, sea of Thieves. Yeah. I really enjoyed that beta. It sucked that the main game was more of that beta. Well, the same amount of content as that beta, but without a time limit. Yeah. Um, I, I know they've added stuff to it now and they're like adding islands and making more yeah, quests and stuff but... so maybe by the end of this year or so we'll jump back in with a game pass trial or something and check it out yeah. uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the second place one that has no so after listening to a bunch of game of the year stuff I know exactly what happens in that story to that character and what happens afterwards like all of that stuff's been spoiled for me ah, okay. and like it sounds like a really good movie the thing I hate about Red Dead Redemption 2 is the physical act of playing that game it feels like a game from like two generations ago maybe just watch it but like if you could find a Red Dead Redemption 2 movie no commentary then that would be kind of cool um because like that character and like that world and stuff is really nice yeah it's just playing that game I didn't have a good time with it's just so much to manage and so much to think about and and I don't know. I'm just gonna echo of what I've read I've not played it but there are a lot of times where people have said it it is just outright boring at some point as oh well. it's so slow yeah yeah like but it's deliberately slow it like every every animation every like action that you do is meant to take time because it's meant to like yeah. have you be in that world and like you basically role playing Arthur as you're like doing these things I, I just in, in my head now I've not played either of these games but I can't imagine playing Spider-Man and then playing this Imagine having like all the fun in the world with that and then playing this super slow drab. All right, it looks nice. Yeah, it's super realistic. It's cool. But having to be like super management, like, and then on the other hand, wouldn't you just want to play Spider-Man again? Like flying through a city, having fun, awesome dialogue, super happy time. Now, I yeah. know different games can have different tones and that's the point. Then that's fine. It just, I feel like Red Dead at least from what I've read and from what I've seen other people's like opinions on it, Red Dead seems to have just missed the mark of what people wanted and they pushed too hard on the realism. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the first game. Um, I was really looking forward to this. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to play it. I'll give it another shot. Yeah. But like, at it as it stands like right now, I like can't think of anything I want to do less. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, that's still a nominee. It's not the winner of this. Yeah, I was going to say, what is the yeah. worst? Yeah. Metal Gear Survive. Oh, that doesn't even need to be talked about. That is trash. Yeah, that is... Uh, yeah. Kami. Yeah. Fuck you. I gave it the benefit of the doubt for about 20 minutes. And then once I ran out of clean water, I was like, fuck this. Oh, man. That game should not have Metal Gear next to the title. It really yeah. shouldn't. Like it's... I get that they just wanted to cash in on it, but they could have they could have made a really good game. They just they chose just, not to. They just didn't. They chose something that had microtransactions and like yeah. ways to get yeah. money out of you and I've I read something the other day that I didn't even know. What? Do you know you have to pay ten dollars to make a new save file? It's you get a certain amount of characters, I think. Um Apparently, it's the character slot it is to, because you get a new character and you make one. But apparently, you you can you have like you have one like save thing. Yeah. If yeah. you want to do a new thing, it costs ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, Konami? Yeah. Jesus. Um, I'm not going to go into any spoilers or anything in in any of these. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of spoilers out there if you want to uh, hear how. Um, I was going to spoil Red Dead, but I'm not going to. Okay, yeah. Um, cutest game. Cutest game, okay. Yeah. I like this category. Uh, Kirby Star Allies. Okay. Which we played the demo. Yeah. I bought the game. We haven't played since. We haven't played it yet, yeah. which I'm bummed out about. But every time I see a trail or see a video or something for that game, it's like, man, if that, it, that little hamster motherfucker. Goodness. Well, look, if it has cute in it, Kirby is a contender. So, That's true, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Donut County is, yeah. another, is another runner up yeah that was cute I like the uh, fun vibes that are going on little like fox in a balloon and stuff you know it's uh, yeah it was nice cool uh, but it has nothing on moss um, moss is cute yeah moss is well quill is the name of the mouse right in it um, but you control her and having her run up to you and look at you and wave and you use the little the, you you can sort of stroke her head right. if you go up and hold the trigger down um, the way she emotes and everything is, is really cool and like Astro Bot I guess it comes close to I guess okay. like in a similar sort of way where like if you lose him and then like you look at him he like waves and, mm. uh, and shouts at you but um, but yeah Moss cutest game fair uh, best remaster or port? Um, quite a few come out last year. There were a lot. There were a lot of good well, ones too. Um, I didn't put Yakuza Kiwami 2 on here because right. I haven't played it. Um, but I know that is a really good game. Yeah. Um, I took off Burnout Paradise because as much as I really liked that, it is just a 4K version of that exact it, same game. Yeah, it it didn't feel like it did anything to the game. It just felt like it's like you can play this now on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, yes, it's with all the content and whatever else. Uh, but for my top three, um, like similar to Burnout, mm. but the fact that you can play Shenmue One and Two on modern consoles and you don't have to have a Dreamcast or an Xbox. Well, uh, I mean, to play them that does more, doesn't it? Because like you're talking about. You know, Burnout Paradise was on like Xbox and 
uh, well 360 actually shit 360 and PS3, and PS3 yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've gone from that to PS4 it's just upper generation yeah. yeah but this is like multiple generations this is like five generations uh, they've cleaned it up very well it looks really nice yeah. really sharp um, it launched with some bugs um, what doesn't? like it wasn't perfect yeah I guess um, but like there were some weird bugs like the, like all of a sudden it goes black and white yeah. Or like all of a sudden you go in first person after exiting a cutscene and you're running around in first person, uh, but the camera is slightly tilted. Yeah. Um, there's some there's some strange bugs going on, but they've like they've worked on them. I I think they're fixed now actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's those two games, two Dreamcast games, which hold up extremely well um, visually. I mean, like they're better than a lot than some. Game like knowing that these came out in like ninety nine or two thousand and one, yeah. Like you wouldn't have thought how much detail like went into them. Um, control wise, like take it as you will. Like they updated it so you can use the analog stick to move Rio. Um, but like I had no trouble with those controls anyway. Yeah, some people did. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I haven't played through Chenmu two, but what from what I understand is it's better than the first games remaster and I really like that first game so um, so yeah there's that there's Assassin's Creed Rogue remaster which I finally got into uh, it's what I'm playing through now um, it's almost like a new game for me because I didn't play that much on 360 okay um, but I'm enjoying like it looks really good like the the sea is like Sea of Thieves level of like detail it looks really pretty um, and it's a nice cross between um, Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 4 it's like which are two of, arguably two of the best Assassin's Creed yeah. games and like having a mixture of both because there's like a giant city which you go and renovate and like do other stuff and whatever else which feels like Brotherhood but then like you've got two gigantic open water areas which feels like Black Flag it's like the best of both and I think it might be my favourite well, I think it's better than Black Flag, let's say that. Okay. And uh, Sean really likes Black Flag, so I've told him that. And uh, I got it for him for Christmas, so hopefully he'll check that out and, um, and see how he gets on. But yeah, that uh, that remaster in 4K and, and all that yeah. stuff, it, it runs really well. Um, but obviously Shadow of the Colossus is, yeah. is the best remaster or port of last year. Yeah, that was super, super impressive. Yeah, how do you know? You'll see in a few weeks. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> best animal slash non-human. I originally had this as best dog slash animal. Okay. Um, Quill from Moss. Agro from Shadow of the Colossus. Right, yeah. Uh, but the, be- the best animal slash non-human is BK from Donut County. I was going to say, I couldn't remember his name. I was going to say it's that fucker from D- uh, Donut County. Yeah. He just, uh, he just loves trash. He is trash, but you, you gotta love <laughs> All him. All he wanted was his quadcopter, and he got it, and uh, and it got busted. It got busted, yeah. So yeah. he decided to destroy everything. <laughs> I uh, well, no, I mean, like he was just doing his job. Like spoilers, I guess, for Donut County. It's fucking weird. You can play it in a couple of hours. It's so good. It's yeah, so good. But, uh, but BK as a character is just so well written um every line that he says he only thinks about himself and uh yeah it's so funny 
best great. best looking game. This was tough. This was one of the ones that I had like a ton of entrance uh, en- en- nominations on. Entrance and, um, works as en- well, but I think it's fine. En- yeah. Entry, entries, entry, <laughs> no, entrails. I think it's entrance. Hmm. Um, and like cutting it down to three was actually really hard. <laughs> yeah. I um, number three, I got Tetris Effect. Okay. Yeah. That's very good, especially in VR. Yeah. Uh, number two is Grease. Yeah. Like the hand-drawn animation on that is awesome, giving me like sort of um, Ori vibes from some of the areas and stuff, the world that you're in. Obviously, you don't go back to it as much, I guess, and it's not as. That's what the art style is way different, I guess. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a very nice looking, nicely animated game. Um, but number one, I got was God of War. That's fair. Which is, so I I was looking at the list and I thought, well, it's not it's best looking. I haven't got like best style or best like stylistic. Yeah looking game because when we talked about it it's like you got Dragon Ball um, Fighters and um, Octopath when you got those two and like I'll add Tetris to that actually and is it Grease? yeah yeah and and that like stylistically they've they nail it what Mm. they set out to do they nail it but best looking and then you look at like how good God of War looks yeah like it's... Spider-Man, I, I really hate that I had to cut that because um, that looks outstanding. Yeah. Like Octopath was a tough cut as well. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Nina Kuni 2 also looks really nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not best style. It's not yeah. best technical. It's, it's just best looking. Best looking. And... and like I was thinking about the worlds and stuff that you see in God of War and uh, just like the lake and the characters and everything on it and it does look outstanding like yeah. there's so many paces where that camera purposefully pans over and you are kind of left mouth agape yeah you're like whoa as to what is being shown here uh, yeah uh, best new character which uh, I realise now is it. so best new character best animal slash non-human I put aggro on there because yeah it's a horse in Shadow of the Colossus, which is a game that came out previous, so it's not a new character. Um, now, Best Animal Slash Non-Human came about because of Nino Kuni 2, which kicked this whole thing off. Right. Because there is a chef that you hire for your town early on called Floyd. Okay. And he's a cat. He's just a cat in a little hat. Okay. He's called Floyd. Or is it just... No, is it Lloyd or Floyd? Fuck, one of those. Yeah. And uh, I was like, man, this guy's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a category for him. Right. Okay. And then uh, and then it spiraled into all of this stuff. Um, so he was on one of those lists. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I didn't know who BK was. Yeah. So that's wow. fair. Um, so best new character actually has two of those. Yeah. From the uh, previous one, uh, Quill on it again, Mamiya from God of War, who is one who is your companion who joins you uh, fairly early on, and he. Um, he, his head is attached to your belt through all the, the whole journey after that and he told you stories on the boat and uh, he, he chats to Atreus a little bit um, and he gives you like knowledge of sort of 
the history of the world okay. and Odin and all this other stuff, like bits, you know, lore and things. Um, but also his banter during cutscenes and stuff too is is also really good. Like during fights and after fights and all that, um, he's a really well written character. And he's really funny. Um, but in first place, I put BK again. Yeah, he, BK best, is great. Best new character of twenty eighteen. Uh, two more best opening sequence so this was tough because God of War has a really cool thing at the start of the game Okay. but there's a whole sort of walking section before then um, so it's going to be like an hour or so before you actually get to it Right. Okay. it's like a fight that's early on and it looks outstanding but I think the opening of that game is you kind of Doing a little, doing a walk, yeah, and doing, doing, a walk. doing that hunt doing from that walk. original trailer, yeah. Um, so I didn't want to, so I, I cut that, yeah. Um, so in third place, I got Forza Horizon Four. Um, it does what the other games do of you driving to the, um, the event. Oh, the event was cool in four though. But this goes through different vehicles, but also the different seasons to show them off. Uh, okay. So it's like you driving uh, through a forest as it's like autumn um, in like an off-road car or something or other. And then you'll drive up to a lake and then the screen will wipe and then you'll be like right. driving on the lake because it's winter and all that stuff. And it's just you doing these like basically like four different events up until the point where you get to the... Uh, okay. The... What, just... What, what would it be called? The competition, the the venue... The, yeah, um, sure. The party, the Horizon Festival. That's it. Festival. Festival. Yes. Yes. Um, and like that's that's really cool. Uh, Nino Kuni Two is also a runner-up because the start of that game is set in what would seem to be modern-day America. The president is in his limo, driving towards the city to talk at some UN summit to bring peace to the world. Okay. And then he's driving through a tunnel, and then he comes out of the tunnel, heads over to a bridge, and then a nuclear bomb or a nuclear missile hits the city, and everything blows up. And then when the president awakes, he's in this town that's getting overrun by mice, and he looks differently. And then the king comes up, and he's like, "Who are you?" And then a mouse comes up, and then he shoots a mouse in the head with a gun. And then you escape from the castle as this coup is going on. And it's kind of insane. <laughs> I need to play Nino Kuni. What the fuck did yeah. you just say? Yeah. And um, Alright. I don't want to know anymore. And it's really though. cool. Like I, I need to yeah. Alright. So, sure. Hmm. That's not what what? Yeah, that's not what I thought it was really easy. Alright. That's weird. Uh and number one is Spider Man because the transition between cutscene and swinging is flawless and incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally for the categories, I got best soundtrack. Right, yeah. This um, one has been eating you at you for a while because soundtracks take a while to listen to. Yeah. Uh, some of them are long. The Octopath yeah. one is four CDs long. Yeah. Um, these... Uh, the ones I'm kind of bummed out about are... Dragon Quest and uh, Assassin's Creed 
because I haven't played them, but also Dragon Quest is not orchestral like 8 was. Right. It went back to like MIDI sort of music, uh, beeps okay. and beeps. It's like the music is cool, but it's like very much the songs from previous games. Right. Uh, and they don't sound as well as like as good as we have heard them yeah. be. So like them putting out a new game which looks as nice as it does, but without the soundtrack it deserves, is a bummer. Um, and then Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I don't know if the soundtrack will be good in that anyway. Yeah. Uh, but also it's really hard to find. Like I couldn't listen to it even yeah. on YouTube. Um, so yeah. Uh, I, I know you're disappointed with um, Dragon Ball Fighters as well. Yeah, man, the Dragon Ball Fighters and the uh, uh, Soul Calibur soundtracks were bad. They uh, they were not good. Um, uh, it's weird. I listened to um, Dragon Ball Fighters after we talked about it, and like they're like the main menu theme and the like character select and like entering battle theme. They nailed those. They are probably okay. like some of the best in all fighting games. I'm not even kidding. That's just out. They're amazing. And then when you get to like the stages mm. and more and more, there's like two or three stages where I'm still like, okay, these are fucking cool, you know. Mm. But then as I went through more and more stages, I was like, a lot of this is quite samey. Yeah, it's very. I just found like a lot of the menu music and stuff to be sort of generic fighting game type music menu music like maybe Marvel vs. Capcom or even like another um, Arc System games mm-hmm. like from Blaze Blue or something it's just like that kind of super fast guitar riffs or yeah. like uh, electronic music and it just wasn't interesting at all um, similar problems for Soul Calibur as well that was just like grandiose orchestra but it had no heart to it yeah that's a good way of describing um, that Spider-Man, the swinging music, which you hear a lot, especially when searching for backpacks, uh, it always it's this like epic score that starts up when you start swinging for a couple of seconds. So when you go and get a backpack, put a map marker on the next backpack you're going to, start swinging, and like you have this awesome mm. music going on in the background. You're like, dude, I'm only going collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't deserve this like this song going on. Um, but like when you're heading towards a mission or something, it can get it can feel really good. Um, so the Spider-Man soundtrack, right? Yeah. Is it literally? It it feels like you were playing a Marvel Cinematic Universe game. So that's what I was gonna say. Like it's it feels like a film soundtrack that's been tailored yeah. towards like gameplay bits. Um, so if you listen to the Avengers soundtrack and then this, like. You can, you can tell their. The composer for Spider Man was going for that. Yeah, kind of like listen to the main theme alone. Yeah, and it's it's just like this is like Avengers as fuck, you know? Like, it's actually great. Yeah. Um, God of War is the same, similar sort of way. It's like a huge orchestra. Yeah. Um. But like, there was some songs in there which were reminding me of The Witcher. Uh, which was cool which like I guess similar sort of vibes with the um, the amount of lore lore and stuff going on it's like very uh, not Celtic but like (sighs) mystical I guess okay Uh, world that you're in Um, and obviously like there was technically a Witcher game out last year 
uh, Thronebreaker came out and it was very hard to cut that soundtrack because that was basically another Witcher yeah. soundtrack um, and it's very good um, but I wanted to focus more on other things ones that I hadn't heard as much before I guess uh, like I love that Witcher 3 soundtrack and like Thronebreaker's not as good as that um, but I also think uh, these three I like more okay. or have listened to more than that uh, one as well um, so yeah shout out to those ones but uh, in third place I got Into the Breach um, the uh, FTL soundtrack was cool very ambient um, it was nice listening to it in game and out and about it like helped with headaches and stuff mm. it was like very calm and whatever uh, this has a bunch of songs like that as well um, but a bit more variety as well there, there was some because it's like a strategy game yeah. like it, everything makes you think of thinking up tactics whilst you're doing it and uh, yeah the, like that. I think that was the first soundtrack I listened to of the year or like game wise um, and uh, I'd listened to it a long time before the game actually came out or, or the long time before I had played the game which uh, I wish I liked more it's one of those ones where I like the soundtrack okay. way more than the yeah. game um, Celeste was another one that I cut pretty early on yeah. because the Celeste theme is really good I don't know if I care about the rest of that soundtrack so the stages and like the soundtrack to that seem more like just environmental stuff it, it doesn't feel like you know I I can't imagine like listening to that soundtrack or wanting to listen to mm. it the stuff I've heard is more like I don't know it feels too timid I guess okay I don't know hmm um Donut County in that's, second place that's a good soundtrack that's dumb like I described this literally as I walked through the door earlier because um you listening to it and I was just like we were listening to the quack anthem which is the end of level song uh, when uh, but, you're getting your score but even everything it, it's just like they're um, so different uh, it's so silly it's so stupid <laughs> but I love it I adore it it's so good and it, it works perfectly they like nailed it it's like yeah. what music can we do with this really stupid character BK and like this game where you're just destroying everything with holes and they just they somehow came up with like the best music to fit it it's it's great yeah it really paid off yeah well it's great um that was uh i think my favorite soundtrack for quite a while actually like a very long time um like that and into the breach i listened to a whole ton over and over again i had them on my phone for um well ever since I'd, I'd done this yeah. the, the only the only reason I'd taken them off is because I deleted um, like in order to pick these I listened to the soundtrack deleted ones that I weren't I wasn't feeling right and then uh, copying them back over to the PC so I could like listen to them all um, and uh, yeah so the the winner like is giving me both near and Kingdom Hearts vibes on some of the songs um, 
and also I, I had listened to it before I played the game but I did finish the game in one sitting uh, and that is Greece. okay that soundtrack um, really came out of nowhere I don't know the person who's done it um, I'll have to check and see what else they, they've done on mm. there but um, yeah like it's one of those ones where I listened to the soundtrack a bunch kind of fell in love with it and then when playing the game I knew all the songs right yeah so it sort of enhanced that experience too um, and uh, yeah I'm, I'm kind of w- weirded out that like the three games are like hella indie and like they they're my favourite soundtracks of the year um, Tetris was a hard one to cut but we've only had a sampler soundtrack for it yeah. so far it's like 10 songs um, and whilst like the ones the ones on there are probably the best ones that are in the game um, it felt a bit strange having that on here um, but also it's I know it's the original soundtrack for Tetris yeah. but uh, it's it's still a bunch of vocal yeah type tracks um, it's probably number four I don't know uh, but yeah uh, and, and the Nino Kuni 2 soundtrack is also very good yeah that's a very um, orchestral high energy um, sort of light hearted tunes throughout I still have no idea the tone of that game after what you told me about it goes places yes yeah, weird as fuck it goes some real dark places at some points but then other times yeah. uh, Nino Kuni is really good yeah. Um, yeah. So those are my my categories. Um, I enjoyed doing those. Took you some time though. Well, I mean, I, 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 don't I had mean to that, wait until I don't the mean end of the year. Terms of like, oh, you know, it took you. I mean, like, it, it was like a grind to do it all. Yeah. Uh, like, obviously, there were games that I haven't played or the games that I missed. Um, so I wouldn't. I weren't able to put them on there. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, yeah like I, I know I haven't finished Moss but like the categories that it was up for like the soundtrack to that was cool um, so, and like I've listened to that so that was okay the new new character and the uh, animal and stuff like yeah. cutest game it's um, like unless it changed well no I suppose it's still still fairly cute from the beginning of that it's like yeah, that would that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then there's a there's a top ten. Um, so have you put any thought into like favorite stuff from last year, or have nah, you just not nah. played enough? I'm, I, I'm ignoring it completely until like I've actually gone through a majority of stuff from last year. Out of these games, you played two, and you no, you've played three, and you finished two. Yeah. Don't know. I I couldn't tell you. Like, They're actually my eight, nine, and ten. Okay. So number ten is Tetris Effect. Okay, yeah, I finished that. Yeah, that was amazing. Did you finish the journey on it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did okay. everything. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. finished these then? I did finish that. That's um, great. I love Tetris incredible. Effect. Yeah, Tetris Effect was great. It's, yeah, perfected Tetris. Nine Donut County. Yeah, Donut County. Just a couple of hours, just sit down, chill with BK. <laughs> Such a good game. <laughs> Such a good um, game. I was I actually, I thought that might be my game of the year for quite some time mm. um, until I played way more of the other ones yeah. that are on it. Uh, number eight is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, finished that completely as well now, so that's cool. That's probably your game of the year, but that's one of your three games that you played this year. So last year that came out, yeah, I think. 
Yeah, I think so. Spyro, you, you I haven't guess. played. Oh, yeah, okay. Spyro, oh, yeah. Spyro would actually be up there. That was really good, but it would be in your top four. Smash probably would have won it, yeah, because that was yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, Smash Brothers is cool. I didn't put that on the best soundtrack because it's a lot of songs you, you, or remake or or like remixes of past songs. Yeah. Yes, the Castlevania ones are new to the series, but like I, it's like, not fair. No, yeah. Um, it's it's just it can't be in the category because like felt very strange yeah because like all right you could base it on just the remixes but then that isn't fair to like the original songs that's on there and like it's i don't yeah. know dude it it's... should be best original soundtrack yeah you know maybe and like the original music in that game is probably really good but uh, oh yeah, fuck that intro theme still very strange yeah i guess i've changed it now oh that's your favorite game ever I'm so sad though. I can't change it to Ring a Ding. I thought you could. Oh, I can't. So now it's just like a mix of uh, the menu themes, which is kind of cool. Like sometimes I'll load in and like the um, what's it called melee theme comes on. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And other times like the brawl theme comes on. And just like, oh, this is cool. Is that so, what you can change it to? You yeah, can't, you can change it. You to can't like, put it as like Snake Eater or something. There's like a list of tracks, but I don't think Snakey does on there. No. Okay. What about um, the Wii Shop music? Yes, you can. Cool. Yeah, that's one of them. That's pretty good. Okay. It's really silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, number seven, Hitman Two, is uh, one of the few ones on here that I haven't finished. Actually, it's the only one I haven't finished. Technically, I haven't started the story mode of Smash Brothers, but I played a bunch of the lo- local multiplayer, so whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's fine. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So seven, Hitman Two. Um, vast improvement over the first game and I know that was my game of the year two years ago but a, um, a lot but two years ago but it, a it lot is titles it is out. more Hitman yeah so it's like Hitman was a revelation of like stealth games and like that was an incredibly nice surprise but now it's like hey it's more of that game that was really good yeah but the other ones on this list are ones that well I say that number six is Shadow of the Colossus. This is the first year that I've allowed remasters and remakes to be on my top ten. It was a really good one. So, but it's a <laughs> it's probably the best remake that I have ever come across. Uh, more so than say I don't know the Twin Snakes is the only remake I can think of. Yeah, like, uh, I guess Resi Two would be one, but that's that's out. not out yet. No. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't out last year. So Resi 2 might actually be up there on one of the lists you just said in terms of like. I guess like Resi, even Resi 1, isn't it? Resident Evil. Yeah. Like that. That that did do a good job of remake. I mean, it in enhanced the game. Quite a The bit. gameplay in a few ways, but it was still like very much. It kept to the core of that game. Yeah a lot more than Resi 2 is doing Resi 2 just feels like a brand new game kind of yeah but it's uh, Resi 2 yeah it's like you're playing a brand new Resi game but you're playing Resi 2 yeah yeah it's the only way I can describe it uh, but like Shadow of the Colossus is I guess it's really just a, a coat of paint if you think about it it is but, but it's everything that a remake should be yeah it doesn't feel like it's just like you know it just looks slightly better and it's more polished it it feels like it's like taken everything and it's like right we've rebuilt this game yeah. you know like the original plan for the Shenmue uh, port 
was to remake those games with like new lighting and new um, just like make it look like a modern game but they scrapped it and eventually just yeah. went back to like hey this is how it looks on Dreamcast we're yeah. cleaning it up here, here it is um, so I think that might have had more of a chance if it was like a newer version but I'm yeah. super happy that they just stuck with what we know and love we probably wouldn't have seen it yet if, yeah. it, if it was so I mean technically the the difference between like Shadow of the Colossus got remastered on PS3 like that game yeah, was did. locked at 30 and like put out and cleaned up and like that came out on the PS3 but like now they've remade it like pretty much from the ground yeah. up yeah even though it is the same game yeah it just runs performs and looks way better which is kind of all I can ask for yeah. really um so top 5 number 5 God of War I st- I'm still unsure how I feel about the combat in that uh but n- thinking back at like the adventure that you went on and like the the things that you did throughout some really clever puzzles too um it's just good it, yeah it's, great. it's it's really something else uh and like the open well the semi-open world as well it, it's very tomb raider in that you've got like a hub and then it splits off into these like linear type areas um and the fact that you can go back to them in a God of War game is really nice. Yeah. Once you unlock it, it does a little bit of Metroidvania where like some places are gated off and you're like, oh, that's weird. I'll just have to come back later um, when you like unlock fast travel. Um, but yeah, sort of everything about it from the story and to the, the look of everything and just how well Kratos handles himself. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider at number four. It's it's it takes everything from Rise, makes it bigger, and that's kind of what Shadow is. It's it's not it's not as much of a departure from like Tomb Raider twenty thirteen to right. Rise. Like it's just more of that with some more weapons and some more gadgets and stuff. Um, but it's still really really good yeah it's it's kind of hard to say what was special about it compared to rise it's just better i preferred it to it well rise like you you speak highly of rise rise was really good yeah so if it's like a better rise and just more yeah it's the best one out of these three okay so this is what i think is the difference between like talking about shadow and Hitman 2, okay. right? Hitman 2, as you said, is just more Hitman. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it polishes a few things and some things are like kind of cool. Mm. But it's just more Hitman. Whereas it feels like Shadow isn't more Rise. It's like it takes Rise and just it excels on it again and just makes it just better. Well, I suppose, I mean, Hitman 2 does introduce mechanics and other stuff too, isn't it? I mean, it's like a whole new yeah. levels and all that other stuff. Like the... the um like when you're crouching in bushes you have the ring of like where guards will notice you and like yeah, yeah, yeah. stealth and stuff like there there are um, there are those kind of mechanics in Shadow of the Tomb Raider I just preferred playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider over like Hitman 2 kind of thing right you know? yeah yeah, yeah um, like I finished Shadow came out very close to Spider-Man and um, I think it was it before no I think it was after Spider-Man um, and 
I played and finished both of those very close to their launch date. Um, yeah. And uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was more effort to get the platinum trophy in it. Fucking turkeys. Yep, glitched turkeys. Uh, but I went back and I played through the whole game on the hardest difficulty, which like removes all hints, all like you know waypoints and all that other stuff. Yeah. And I still did everything there, and uh, I had a really good time. And um, yeah, like much like Nino Kuni, it pushed me to go through the extra stuff in it and like yeah. clean up the rest of those trophies. And like I didn't not want to do that, so um, I had a really good time playing that. Um, number three is Greece, a late entry, one that I finished a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, sort of just snuck in there, really. Uh, that was one I finished in one sitting. Um, it took about three hours or so, three and a half hours. Um, I didn't know exactly what I was going into. Like, I saw that launch trailer last year, and because uh, the game came out like mid December or something, quite quite late. Um, so I, I saw the initial trailer and I thought, yeah, this is something that I really like. think I should be interested yeah. in. And then when going through soundtracks that I should listen to before um, I did Game of the Year stuff, like uh, I, did, I grabbed the Grease one because I thought it might be something I should listen to at least. Um, and then after listening to it and being like, yeah, I thought I should probably like, get along with this game. Um, and then, yeah, I... Uh, it didn't overstay its welcome. It introduced new mechanics at every like new stage. There's like four stages yeah. total in it, um, and each of them is like quite different to the uh, the previous one. In that, like what you're doing, it's basically a platformer. Okay. Uh, with some puzzles. The puzzles aren't hard, uh, but it's it's a bit like it's just a platformer. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's. It looks really good. Um, I I don't know whether it's hand drawn or what of it, if any, is like CG. But it's um, it looks really good. Yeah, like it animates incredibly well. Um, it was fun to play as well. Uh, like it is very simple in, in terms of like a platformer. Um, but yeah, like every everyone should check that out I don't know whether they would you might get caught up on the price maybe it's like fifteen ninety nine. I think it is that's not bad yeah, yeah. Um, but if you are worried maybe wait for a sale but I would say that it is worth what it is yeah. like right now um, number two Nino Kuni 2 I didn't expect to like that game as much as I did and you put a lot of time into it I mean you got the plat so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was one that was really good to have with podcasts or, or like just a side video of stuff the um, like the castle building thing is really cool like managing yeah. your own little castle and upgrading it and uh, buying new shops and all that other shit uh, I bought the season pass and they're like slow on the output of content for it but they have done one that's like this giant dungeon now so uh, I'll download that and, and check that out because um, I, I have been kind of itching to get back in there and play some more of it uh, it was also a very easy game which I like Yeah. Um, you kind of feel overpowered a lot of the, a lot of the time um, but yeah the, uh, the characters and story didn't leave a 
like a very lasting impression on me but um but the game itself did yeah it was just very fun to play uh and like wandering around the world it was like very traditional in that like you had a world map with the chibi characters and you walk up to yeah. a, a small town that you look like you're half the size of like the biggest castle there and then you go inside and it's just this like huge uh town to wander around in with lots of little people and it was uh it, yeah it's very cool um and then number one is uh marvel's spider-man yeah i yeah i think from what you've told me about that or what you've talked about that i i can totally see that being your number one i had worries about the combat um in that because it's way more technical than like the batman games uh, it's yeah. very similar um but Batman, you can just kind of wail on dudes and you can destroy them pretty quickly. With this one, it's like, hey, you've got gadgets. You need to use these gadgets against these guys. Um, but but Spider-Man does feel way more uh, acrobatic, like more than Batman did. Um, so like flipping off, uh, flipping over a guy, jumping off a wall, yeah, and then like using gadget after gadget to like web these guys up and knock them out um is is fun until you leave it a couple of weeks and then come back to it and forget how to play stuff and then instantly get into a fight uh and then it can get a bit tough yeah uh but also they give you you end up with like sometimes it feels unfair with the amount of guys they're throwing at you you can be in a small room and have like 20 guys all right, around okay. you whereas with batman you have like maybe two or three it like, could be like yeah but like four guys maybe surrounding you and other guys are standing off waiting for their turn oh yeah with this like you've got two guys with rocket launchers mm. a guy with a machine gun and then like a guy with a shield and then someone else trying to hit you but they're all firing at once right and you need to like spam gadgets as much as you can um but like when you get in kind of like God of War I guess there's not as many that many bad guys in it mm. but once you get into the rhythm of the combat and use the abilities that you've got then it can be really satisfying and fun when you take out a it's group like, of bad guys it's like the combat works it's just you've got to you can't just mash buttons you've got to like spend like a tiny bit of time getting used to it but when you do it's like it flows really nicely then with the gameplay like if it, it feels probably feels good yeah doing it um but it wasn't just that it was just like story um traversal obviously we, we talked a little bit about that yes. um like the characters and uh like just the easter eggs for all the marvel stuff in yeah. there as well uh like just having avengers tower in there and like Spidey talk a little bit like have a line about the Avengers yeah. makes the world seem way bigger than it is um, they're adding new content to it soon in that it's a Fantastic Four themed thing Okay. Um, I don't know whether it's like his Fantastic Four outfit like as a, a suit like a suit Okay. or whether like the Baxter building will show up or what okay um but uh, yeah, like the Mary Jane sneaking parts in it were cool. Like you play as her and do some stealth stuff. Mm. Miles Morales is in it, and uh, his his scenes are cool. His interactions with Peter, um, and yeah, it's it's fun. The, the the boss fights in it 
later on in the game. I won't say what or who or how. Um, there's a there are two boss fights specifically, basically the two before the very final one, um, are interesting in a way that like most games, especially not superhero games, do what it did. Okay. And uh, it's very cool. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's something special, and I'm very happy that a Marvel game has made it out. And uh, yeah. it's won by Insomniac. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say props like yeah. Insomniac for doing it as well. Like, yeah, got a, I've got a lot, a lot of love for Insomniac, and like the fact that they were able to just nail this, you know? Yeah, um, it's kind of there's definitely going to be a sequel. Yeah, there was a uh, mid credits thing and a after credits thing, which definitely sets up a sequel which is potentially extremely exciting it, uh, it's like even without that stuff though how well this game did and how yeah. well it reviewed and how it was received it's gonna get a sequel no matter what so it's cool that they've even put it in they're just like yeah we're gonna bring out a sequel we'll, yeah we'll be working on it uh people weren't too excited about the dlc that came out um I really like the first one with Black Cat. I'm working on the second one. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just awesome. And I hope like Marvel games, um, really like step up there. Do you feel like like this has set the bar now, and no game should be for like superhero games? Yeah, like Arkham Knight was very good. Um, okay, raise the bar, not set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. this is raised about like, this is the next one to beat, and I'm wondering if Square Enix are worried <laughs> about that. Like my theory, I think I talked. But about that guy might be cancelled. On well, yeah, I think I talked about this on a podcast. Um, I have a theory that maybe Square Enix saw a lot about what Insomniac were doing with the Spider-Man game, and maybe have pushed Avengers back so far because maybe they thought actually maybe we need to like reevaluate because like what insomniac have done is probably what we should look at doing that's just a what stupid if, theory but it's interesting what if marvel games has a bigger vision for what they want to do with their characters and their stories and like their games in that like maybe this Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy game come out and they are set in the same universe as Spider-Man. Like, it doesn't matter if they're different developers or something like that. If there's anyone that could do something like that, that idea of having multiple studios making different games under, you know, oh. under one roof. What, so, like, like... The... But then I wouldn't know if, like, the Xbox version of Avengers could have Spider-Man in it, that sort of thing. I don't know about that. But... Yeah, that's a good point. But if that's something that Sony could help pull off and have exclusive games, like, if they could have an exclusive Marvel series of games on their console, like, that would be an insane get for them. Can you imagine, like, like the cinematic universe we start getting like individual Avenger characters games 
and then that's why the Avenger game isn't coming out. Instead, they're working on someone else. They're working on Iron Man, the game, you know? And then they're working on Captain America, the game. Someone, Some other studio is. Let's say Ubisoft. I like Ubisoft, so they, they can have it. Ubisoft making an open world Captain America would be really cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, that would basically just be Assassin's Creed yeah. Odyssey. Square Enix are working on an Iron Man instead. No, I'd, I'd rather them sort out Avengers first. I'd like the idea of having all the individual ones, like the movie did, have, like, a f- decent few mm. Avengers, and then comes the Avenger game with them all in. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm. That'll net. Like, Hawkeye game would be kind of cool. Yeah. People love bow and arrows. I do like bow and arrows. Yeah. I think what developer would be good for Iron Man, though. Because it's got to be the Western stuff for... Um, for Square Enix, right? Yeah. You're not going to get like a, one of the Japanese studios to make an Iron Man game. Well, like. just look at Just Cause. Just apply that to Iron Man. Done. <laughs> apply Chris. Avalanche could probably make an Iron Man game. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know who would make a good Iron Man game? Crytek. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Bioware because of Anthem. Oh, oh, well, I mean. You are basically Iron Man in that. Bungie. <laughs> They are independent now. Yep. They split from Activision. They did. They're going to go back to Microsoft. And, I don't and think Halo no. and um, Destiny are going to be in the same universe and then there'll be crossovers. <gasps> oh, man. It, it, yeah. that, that, feels like the, that feels like one of the things <clears throat> that's just like so cool but like also the most predictable thing that they could do, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, just, it just feels like... Now that they're independent again, Microsoft are just going to be sniffing around like, oh, oh guys, do you want to, you know, throw your ball? Do you want to? It'll be exclusive to PS4, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yeah. So that was an interesting game of the year lists. I liked your categories. That was a lot of fun, actually, rather yeah. than, like, the traditional ones. Um, I definitely want to get involved this year. And play a lot more stuff that is like released this year. Okay. Um. We'll uh, we'll finish up Kingdom Hearts, so you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I'll definitely play Kingdom Hearts three this year, one hundred percent. Yeah, do it by next podcast because then we can talk about it. I'm probably not going to be here for next podcast. I feel like if, if especially if Sean's done, I feel like you, Kiki, and Sean just need to be in the room and just need to splurge over it. Uh, maybe we should. Maybe that should be the separate thing that we were on about before. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk briefly about it on here, but if we got Sean and Kieran, I'll. Uh... Yeah. I feel like you guys are, especially how long you've kind of like been ready for it. I feel like. You well, let's see. It's going to be four days. It'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We, we record on Saturday. So, like, four and a bit days worth of it. We're not going to finish it by then so if we can talk about our initial impressions because I mean Sean's not going to be able to play much Mm. of it really Mm. Um, so we can talk about it a little bit on the podcast and then maybe in a week or two once we start finishing it and yeah maybe just when you finish get them over then we'll do a a big thing Um, hopefully get Darian to progress on Kingdom Hearts 2 but we do need to make 
progress on Final Fantasy X. I feel like I've made progress in that, though. You did a bunch of stuff on X uh, today, And actually. I grind as well quite a bit. Yeah, you only pick an old desert. I killed a bunch of stuff. Um, I killed a fucking giant worm. That was satisfying. He had 45,000 HP, by the way. Yeah, there, yeah. And he sucked uh, Tidus in. Twice. Yeah. Why did he go for Tidus twice? Mm. Lucky I yielded him. And then he regi- re- regurgitated. Thank you. <laughs> I can't say that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. F- f- think so about you, it now. You're picking El Desert, which means you're going to get to some heavy plot shit soon. Yeah. Yeah. How far away am I from the end? Like, you don't have to give like a proper time. Like, you're I'm over halfway, you go, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It might just be like the gaps in between playing, obviously. But you got like you got like one, two, three more big areas after the desert bit um, or three more traversal mm. areas um, before you get to the end bit which is like boss but then like it's just like sort of a bunch of bosses in a row um, but you'll on you'll be on the airship so you can just select the next mm. boss fight to go to kind of thing uh, oh and then you've got that area you you have a little way to go, um, but thankfully we'll get to the actual spoilery bit that we've been on about for many many months. Mm. Um, well, not soon, but yeah, you just got to keep playing. I feel like Final Fantasy X is quite long. Yeah, it's a lot longer than I thought it was, which is cool. Oh, uh, like, you didn't check the times that you were on. Did I you? I don't know what time I'm on now. Uh. Yeah, it's been probably 50, 60, 70 hours, maybe more. Yeah, it's about 80, it's maybe. Quite big. Um, yeah, it was one of the first PS2 games that I uh, hit over 200 hours on. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah, make a progress on there. I enjoyed it, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, hopefully we'll uh, get further on that because I want you to do more Kingdom Hearts 2 because yes, I want to play more Kingdom then we'll actually 2. get to some pretty cool story stuff. Once we start learning about um, it's, uh, it's some stuff in Hollow Bastion that is uh, interesting with a DTD. When, when you start learning about the DTD, it's uh, it gets deep. All right. But I'll be here, and uh, Sean's Sean will be around, and um, we know what's going on in that story, so that's cool. Um, Until the Kingdom Hearts three comes out, and you won't know anymore. As long as it answers every question that we've got. Do you think he'll do an MGS4? MGS4 did a fucking good job, man. It yeah. cleaned up everything. Yeah, like I had nothing left to ask at the end of that. Yeah. Um, considering what the plot going into Kingdom Hearts 3 is... Which I have no idea about, technically. Um, I think... I don't see a way of how they can get weird with it because it's actually quite straightforward. Okay. In terms cool. of like, here's my army, we're going to have a big war kind of thing. Okay, it's that type of thing. It's like, yeah, like the main bad guy is trying to recreate the Keyblade War again. Okay. Which is kind of similar to Metal Gear and Assassin's Creed and all the other weird big yeah. stories. Like it, they're, they're way similar than like you think, 
but like yeah it's like him doing this and we've seen in the trailers him with his army or with his group of people um like i don't know how it can get as convoluted as the other ones are you know um but it's the end of his story uh not sora's but the end of the big bad guy story um ah yeah it should be cool it should have some resolve how long do you think a game is going to be? I don't know. 50 hours? Well, Kingdom Hearts 1, you can finish in about, like, 18, 20, maybe? Like, 13 or 12 if you rush it and skip cutscenes. But, like, I don't remember my first time playing Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. Yeah. So I don't know how long that is. Um so it's yeah I don't know it's hard to say really um but I'll be playing it a whole ton <laughs> yep yes you will and uh, we'll see where I get to on the uh on the next podcast I guess yep yeah so that's it from me and me thank you everybody for listening you can find us over on uh iTunes and um Anchor and uh YouTube and uh, lots of other places if you go to aroundof.games Spotify too we got added to two other things can't remember what sorry but there's two more platforms out there if you go to Anchor <laughs> does it output does it give you links to all of the other yeah, places yeah, yeah. You can listen there'll to be us? little icons that's pretty cool Just so yeah check go, go check out all of those little icons sitting on there and you can see where uh, where you can yeah where it's distributed listen to this and leave comments or reviews or uh, if you want to give us a little comment or chat you can find us over on Twitter I am at Axlums and I am at Zandia Xdia so uh, come say hi and we'll say hi back and then we can talk about some video games yeah come watch me stream on twitch.tv slash Zandia and die a lot on Dark Souls oh on Dark Souls I'll probably be playing Dark Souls for a little while really enjoying this are you getting back to Breath of the Wild soon um yes probably like I finished Smash now so that like opens up that kind of area although I do need to practice Smash (laughs) I got a tournament in a few days we'll see but definitely Dark Souls and we'll we'll go from there wait when is this coming up Tuesday Tuesday I'm doing a 12 hour stream on Friday come hang out I'll be starting at 12 o'clock GMT. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be doing a full playthrough of Crash 3, and that's all I've got planned. Cool. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what else I'm going to play. I'm going to, again, say maybe Dark Souls. I, but... I got an idea, actually. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, yeah. for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks.